Hey guys, it is Ty and Jordan, and this is episode seven of Bougie, Bougie and the, the Beer. Yeah, so we made it to week seven. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much for continuing to listen to us and give us feedback. We really appreciate it. Yes, thanks for rocking with us. We appreciate all the love, and we encourage you to love us more and keep sharing and keep liking and keep subscribing. Exactly. So follow us on Instagram, Bougie and the Beard. Twitter, Bougie the letter N the Beard. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook, facebook.com slash Bougie and the Beard. And email us any questions at Bougie and the Beard at gmail.com. And if you want to, you know, follow us separately. Yep. Um, on Twitter, I am Jwigs, J A. E-W-I-G-G-Z. Yeah, that's where he does most of his work. He's yeah. a he's a Twitter head. I'm a Facebook, Instagram gal. So just follow me on Instagram and we can take it to Facebook afterwards. Um, it's Stranded, H-H-J, because I am a hair blogger. Well, a lifestyle blogger. Word. So that is um, all of the shameless plugs. Jwix.com. Oh, yeah, Jwix.com. Stranded, H-H-J.com. Whatever. Lot. Okay. So, episode seven. Yeah. We've wanted to talk about this for a while. Yeah, and let's just preface this. I wanted to tell you guys that a lot of our episodes have been very much like um, pop culture and cracking jokes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But We're, this is going to be a personal episode about our lives. Yeah, um, going to peel back the onion of the bougie and the beard. Exactly. Uh, the bougie and the beard brand, I guess, right, or whatever. Um, and just so you guys know, uh, we want to do a few of these um, every now and again, we'll do this. So it'll usually be pop culture, but there'll also be personal parts. This is a very special episode of Bougie. A Bougie. very special episode. With that, right. You know, the credits. Your discretion is advised. Please watch with a parent, that Word. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Um, so we wanted to let you in on a little secret. Yep. Um, so we've been um, holding a secret for the last three years now. Yeah. Almost three years. Almost three years. Um, we are married we are we are married we are mr scandal and mrs bougie in the beard word so (laughs) as a now we're all you know we're out we're on the same page as a married couple um we have a lot of married couple conversations we do and we want to be able to bring some of these conversations to the world right where you know you guys if you're married or if you're in a relationship or if you're single, right. you may have these thoughts or these conversations with yourselves or with mm-hmm. your peers or mm-hmm. what have you, but you may not necessarily have um, all kinds of perspectives. Right. And we just like to be able to have conversations. It's pretty much why we started this whole thing in the first place. Exactly. It's just, these are basically just our conversations broadcast over the internet. Right. And while we're technically not newlyweds, because we've been married almost three years, yeah, um, we are still fairly new to the marriage game. Mm-hmm. So in case you've been talking to people who've been married for 20, 25 years, and you want a different perspective from people who've been married less than five years. And people who are young and hip and with it and lit and, and blem and whatever else. Blem. Is that a thing? That's a thing Drake's trying now. Like, he's always got some new no. slang. What does it mean, something? Blem? I honestly don't know what it means. Big I, it's living just, extra money? I don't I don't know. Drake's weird. But boys you know, love English models? I mean it could stand for um being living eating money? Macking? I don't know. I feel I like know. it always ends with money. There's always it probably does. Probably has Um but anyway, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna subscribe to Blem. No. Um but yeah, Jordan's right. We probably have a perspective that may be similar to you and your peers. 
Um, and we just want to talk about things that have been on our mind or that we've just been dealing with. Word. So this episode is actually going to be about kids having kids. them. Whether you want to have them, whether you have them already, whether you're thinking about having them, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yuck, yuck. So, and our word. experience. Go ahead. So we're going to um, start off right off the bat. We are um, childless. Um, we're dink. We're, we're Double income, no kids. Ah. That's a real thing. I, I, I'm like dink. Mer- dink. Like Mayor Dink from no. Doug? Well, if that helps you remember it. Okay. Yeah, but it's double income, no kids. Okay. So we are, um, you know, we're, we're dink. Yeah. But we're not blem. No, because we don't know what blem is. We don't know what means, so we don't want to subscribe to blem. Right. We're, we're dink. Yeah. Right? If, Drake, if Drake comes out with a song called Dink, I might bump We know he's heart. listening, though. Yeah, word. Shout out. So, um, yeah, so we are dink. Yeah. Dinks? We're dinks. I, I, I just uh, is think it plural? Can you make it plural? Or is it dink plural? I think our status as a couple is dink. Dink. So it, it's not like... I think it's an adjective. It's not like how shrimp is plural. Shrimp is singular and plural. Like it's singular fish, and plural, like, singular so, and plural. So we're dink. Let's just get off that. I we're dink, right? Is dink an adjective? I think it is an adjective because this couple is dink. The couple the is the couple noun. The couple is described as dink. Right. Sorry, guys. That got to be deeper than Oof. we meant. Let's okay. get down to it. We're Sorry. On it. All right. So... We are dink. Yes. And as dinks, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm stuck with that forever. Okay. As dinks, um, we have these conversations more often than we'd like to, but we have to have these conversations because first, the first key of marriage, in case you didn't know, is communication. Yes. So you want to be able to communicate with um, each other, yeah. which we do all the time. About everything. About everything. And, and you want to be open and honest yeah. and, and transparent. Even when it's uncomfortable. Yep. Because when it's uncomfortable, it's when it's the best. Right. And probably when it's a very important subject. Yep. So. It's a very special episode. Exactly. So um, we do not have children. Not yet. Not yet. Um, we'd like to one day. Yes. But we're not prepared to have children right now. Not yet. No. And what I want to say off the bat is... If you've been married for any amount of time, mm-hmm. or if you've been in a relationship with someone for any amount of time, right? The first thing that I always want to acknowledge is that the pressure that other people place on you to have children is not cool. No, and right? it's you just ignore it. Honestly, right? Just let it go because for me, um, it's always a question of, well, when are you guys going to have kids, and how come you don't have kids already, and. Right. You know, all of these personal questions that you really don't have, you really don't really want to answer. Right. You know, like, like for me, I don't really need to tell everybody my, my plans. Yeah. Because you're not a part of them. No, you're not. Um, I think, so for me personally, I didn't want to have children until I was married, but some people decide to have children outside of marriage and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. But even before we were married, people were asking, because we were together how long were we were three years be before no no before we got before, before marriage yeah three years three years before marriage and people were like oh why don't you guys have kids yet and asking someone why they don't have kids yet or when they're planning to have kids is very personal and can be kind of invasive and kind of annoying yeah one because you're not going to help us pay for the kids no you know um, you're not can i rely on you for for babysitting exactly duty? exactly if i can't then i don't need to answer that question right while we appreciate the 50 dollars, you know babies rs gift card <laughs> that's not going to go much further than maybe two onesies right right so when people ask that it's annoying and the other part of it is i think you know the normal expectation is that everyone has kids you know mm-hmm. all couples married or otherwise will eventually have kids but not every couple wants to have kids. 
not everyone, every couple is able is able to, to have, have kids. kids and people don't really have that understanding right yet. i think it's becoming more um understood now than it has been in the past mm-hmm. but in general people ask because either they've already had kids right. or they're having kids right. or whatever and that's cool for you guys yeah but for us you don't know anyone's situation for you to ask questions so personal. That's true. And it's always difficult to navigate those answers for me because as a guy, like, it's always especially for guys to just be able to fire off yeah. wherever we want to fire off. And, right. and we have kids in this state and right. kids in that state. Far and flung across the right? land. Like, yeah. We've been sowing our wild oats. Yeah. But not everyone is able to even, guys or girls, are able to um, have children. And it could be difficult for some couples to have children. Mm-hmm. It could be a decision that they made to not have children. Right, and that's perfectly fine. And I think that people have to respect any couple's, you know, space mm-hmm. when it comes to asking those questions. And I right. think that's something that we are being more made... We are being made more aware of. Yes. Whether you've seen a Facebook post of someone posting a sonogram picture that's not theirs just to get your attention yeah. to read, which I don't think is cool. I, I always thought stupid. that was dumb. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, that's such a personal thing. And, like, I've never asked anyone personally that question because it's not no, my business. it's not. It's never been my business. Even if I suspect that maybe, um, you know, I work at a job where it's majority women. Yep. So, even if I suspect that a woman is pregnant, right. I'm not even going to approach it. That's a dangerous game to play. I'm not even That's I'm a not dangerous there. game. Unless you explicitly tell me you're pregnant. Right. I'm not no. or or unless it's become obvious you're pregnant like Well, it still may not be obvious. I'm not even going to even approach it cuz As I'm a just, woman, I don't do that. Right. I and that's just because I don't want to offend you. Like what if you had several very big lunches right and you now <laughs> all those lunches are just pulling in They're one area looking very baby like <laughs> you know? but it's not right because that, that actually happened to me when i uh when i worked at one of my old jobs i was on an elevator and i had a coat that wasn't flattering mm-hmm. and a woman was like oh my god what do you do and i was like i'm not pregnant yeah and she was mortified i was mortified and immediately after lunch went to join a gym so mm-hmm. um <laughs> just don't do it um don't don't and if if you are someone who is being pressured or feels pressured, you don't have to be nasty to tell someone, but just let them know, you know, that's really personal. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to talk about it. And if it's your family, because um, our family, they stopped, thank oh, God. When we were first married, my, our family would do it kind of jokingly. I know my parents When were, you going to make me a grandbaby? Right, 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 right. Here's a dog. Right, exactly. We got a, <laughs> we got a dog because we wanted to practice. Full, full mm-hmm. you know, full disclosure. Legit. But, yeah. um... You know, we were getting pressure in the, last, the first year or so of the marriage. And I had to yeah. tell my mom straight up, I'm like, I'm going to let you guys know when we're ready. We're not ready right now. And it, I, I feel pressured by you continually asking me. Yeah. And my mom and I are mad cool. So she was very understanding of that. And she apologized. And she doesn't really ask anymore, um, which is good. And I think it was similar for your mom. I don't think we need it to go similar. as far. We didn't have to go as far. Like, my mom has always been pretty chill yeah. with things like that. So, like, you know, she would always make the joke. But, you know, I kind of explained to her, like, look, I'm not ready yet. Yeah. And she understood. Right. So it was, it's, you can have the conversation with people, but you don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah. And that's okay. But I think that when, in this section, we're kind of just, you know, we want to express the, um, the people who push forward these questions Mm -hmm. 
that you guys have to kind of chill. Right. Like, it's not it's not necessarily a business. And not to be rude mm-hmm. about it, but it's not your business. It's not. And especially if you're not... I'm sorry. Go ahead. But especially if you're not going to have an active role in the development of anyone's child, it's not cool for you to, you know, really push for it, those, you know, questions. Mm-hmm. It's nice, like you said, it's nice that you want to give us a gift off the registry. Yeah, we appreciate it. You know, but if... You're not going to be like, oh, I'm off. I'm open on these days for babysitting if right. you want. I'm not really concerned with having to answer you. And the other part of that is while it is usually innocuous, like you're not saying it to be hurtful or rude or whatever, um, we do want you to um, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. Um, like I said, it's probably not me and it's time probably not from a bad place but it just puts everyone in kind of an uncomfortable position and it's and it's a way of making small talk i think too like you Mm -hmm. know you remember this person got married maybe you were at their wedding and you're like Mm -hmm. i haven't seen them in a while i haven't had any updates hey when are you guys having a baby so Mm -hmm. to that person it may be like really oh this is a nice way of a segue of finding out how they're doing but you don't know what the person you're asking is actually going through so and it's great to want to celebrate in someone's life yeah and that's appreciated too yeah but and the end of the day you just kind of want to be able to respect anyone's relationship yes. or anyone's just that's a very personal it is it's a very personal subject and it mm-hmm. can be very touchy for certain people it can you have to be careful with that yeah so that's what we wanted to talk about on that so going into um babies yeah um a lot of people will often ask when are you starting your family right and that's that phrase is kind of weird yeah because if I'm married, I've already started my family. Exactly. I'm already a family. I'm already a family. I have a wife or yep. I have a husband. Yep. We've, we've started our family now. Yep. So what you really are doing is with babies is mm-hmm. you're planning your family's extension. Right. Or growing. Exactly. Or you're growing, growing your, your family. family. Because the implication is if you're starting your family, quote unquote, it's that one, like Jordan said, you're not yet a family even though you're married or in a, in a relationship. You're not a legitimate family without right. children. Right, but then that implies that, one, if you don't yet have kids, you're not yet a family. And two, what if you're not able to have kids? Mm-hmm. So if I'm not able to have kids, my husband and I aren't a family? Right. Or if I don't want to have kids, we're not a family? I don't know. You know, so you just want to be careful with the language that you use. And I know mm-hmm. it sounds really nitpicky. It's, you know, it, it jumps into the whole, like, oh, this stupid PC SJW territory or whatever. What is that. SJW? Social justice warrior. I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. I have so much to learn. That whole that whole alt-right thing is is super strong with Got that it. term. But it, it's essentially people trying to... Um, it's just being more aware of what terms mean and what words mean. Because words, words mean things. Words mean things, mm-hmm. guys. And you have to be able to know the words that you're using and how you're using it because you don't know what what someone else may take from that definition right. of the things you're saying. You right. may mean it in an innocent way, and that's great. But someone else may take that and become offended. Yeah, or hurt by it. So, yeah, I agree. Words do mean things. I love that Crystal. That's Crystal's things. So I have to shout her out. Okay. Um, what up? But, um... Words do mean things, and you want to be mindful of what you're, how you're talking to people, what you're talking about, and what the words possibly mean. And I think that um, while a lot of things and phrases and terms that we may have used in the past were acceptable then, we should just be mindful of what they mean today. Mm-hmm. And starting your family can be, like I said, it's not going to, I don't know if it's anybody don't know if it's off the deep end, but you just want to be delicate when talking about people growing their families or or extending their families or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. so you also want to make sure that um when you're 
planning a family as a married or as anyone, uh-huh. when you're planning a family, um, you want to be prepared, obviously. Yeah. We all want to be ready to do the things that we want to as do. As ready as you can be. As ready as you can be. And there comes a very thin line between being prepared and being overprepared. Right. Being underprepared and being like crazy. Right. right? And I'm 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 sometimes crazy. Mm-hmm. Jordan and I'm knows sometimes that. super unprepared for stuff. Right. So, so we meet in the middle usually. <laughs> we often meet in the middle. Bounce each other. When out. we when we discuss things, it's always you're a little bit country and I'm a little bit rock and roll. Exactly. And when we figure things out, we always always and not say sometimes because we do always come to like a resolution yeah. on things so whether the compromise is more you than me or more me than you right we're always very just respectful of each other's mm-hmm. decisions mm-hmm. so with that um you want to always be prepared financially obviously like that's the most important that's thing number one because everyone everyone who's had children yeah. that we spoke to the number one thing is there's so much money. Babies are wild that we expensive. It's OD expensive. Yeah. So you want to be ready financially. And that doesn't mean having a full blown out, like, I have a million in the bank just for the baby. And if you do, that's good for awesome you. if you're able to do that, but not everyone in the world is able to do that. Right. So it's just about being in a place that you're comfortable where if you introduce a child into your life, mm-hmm. that you're able to, you know, not necessarily have a struggle with it. Right. And, and I think, um, in that vein for me and this is like kind of a personal thing but um we are working the dave ramsey's baby steps Mm -hmm. um and we are in step two which is getting out of debt and i think for a while i was kind of hiding behind our debt as a reason to not necessarily move forward um and delaying child rearing or child having or trying trying to uh, grow our family Mm -hmm. so not to say that you shouldn't be responsible um, and you shouldn't try to have as much money saved up as possible and be mindful of the costs, like uh, not just a housing cost, but a uh, child care costs, nursing. which, yeah, which I heard is like bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try not to think about that because it gives me a panic attack. But um, yeah. um, I think that you want to be honest with yourself. And I had to kind of give honest with myself and talk to Jordan about it, about talked to you about it sorry right. about mm-hmm. financials um how long are we going to delay are we going to wait da, 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 da. right and um yeah it was something that i think i think i was hiding behind it because mentally i was scared of having kids which is another part you want to be mentally prepared for kids right you want to know especially women i mean obviously as for both parties you do but women who are carrying the baby because we're thinking about lesbian couples too you know mm-hmm. they're or, two women but yep, yep, yep. one of y'all is carrying the baby right if not both if not well, you sometimes. can't both carry the baby sometimes i've seen lesbian couples both both pregnant both pregnant yep. what sorry that's cool sorry yeah. get on track so anyway <laughs> for the woman carrying the child your body is going to change irrevocably yep. right you're going to feel big you're going to be probably the biggest you've ever been in your life things are going to hurt you're going to be sore and then once you have the baby i mean i've heard that your bits snap back mm-hmm. but i don't know how long it takes so anyway your bits. <laughs> yes your bits your bits snap back but oh your lady your lady bits <laughs> okay for, for clarity we're for, going, we're going for clarity's sake sure. okay so anyway um i think it can be a bigger like maybe a bigger pill to swallow for women because Mm. our bodies are going to be carrying the baby 
versus men who obviously their role is going to change now where they may have always been a protector kind of thing but now there's a little person who relies on them yeah, right so for guys i think that we um drew the lucky straw mm. in childbearing mm. and i'm not afraid to say that mm. because we don't have to carry we don't have to nurse we don't have to our literally we are providing one essential right tool exactly to create a child right so we don't have to do anything else right physically right so for a guy it's totally a mental change for us right yeah that's about so it so we gotta be able to know what role we're playing in the child's life mm-hmm. how we're going to be in there to assist both mom and baby mm-hmm. and how we're going to um move forward and continue to grow and provide and protect right so we have to be able to be super supportive dudes mm-hmm. and that means being there when you don't want to be there mm-hmm. being there when you feel like oh, she can handle that right nah she's handling a lot b yeah. You gotta you gotta step up, bro. You gotta get get in there and do you know, she needs ice chips, right. give her some ice chips. Right. If she wants a fried pickle sandwich, mm-hmm. give her a damn fried pickle sandwich with mayonnaise. Right. Like you gotta go in there and do the things that you need to do. Mm-hmm. You think about fried pickles. I'm like, I wonder how that would taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sorry. Fried tastes dope. Yeah. Because <laughs> I love fried I love pickles. fried pickles. So I'm but like you have, but you gotta get in there and do it. Like you you can't a lot of the stuff that we're seeing, especially with today's government mm. in our country, oh. of like how women are just being like while disrespected yeah we have to um be able to provide the most relief Mm -hmm. for women as possible Mm -hmm. when child carrying Mm -hmm. and post you know in the delivery right after delivery everything literally the rest of our lives has to being has to be geared towards making life easier for everyone yes so we have to make sure that mentally we're ready for that yes and even if that means like okay if you want to get in shape mm-hmm. to make sure that you're there longer. Right. You have to do that, dude. Mm-hmm. So that means sign up for a gym, get yourself together. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's literally what the motivation for me losing the weight that I had to lose was, mm-hmm. was like, I don't want to die and leave behind a family that I can't be there for. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure that I'm physically ready for this mm-hmm. so that I could just extend my life. Right. So that's pretty much what, what my preparation process for, us being ready to have children has become right so i agree with all that you said i also think um we because we were talking briefly about pressure from outsiders but let's talk about pressure from your significant other mm-hmm. to have babies right um and it's just that make sure you guys are both ready yep like you're you as a woman may feel like you're you're ready because your clock is ticking but he may not be ready or the husband may you know the male may be ready and be like oh yeah let's get this started and you're mentally not ready so you want to make sure you have these conversations and get real honest real open you guys gotta get your get dig your nails in the dirt yeah like dirty yeah. as far as the talks that you're gonna have and, about and be on the same page and be honest mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to be honest yep. because that's the purpose of your partner someone that you can be really honest um, it's the and only, straight up with it should be one of the few people in the world that you yeah. should be able to be 100% honest with exactly so you have to be able to um, get mentally prepared like yes. you're saying and that means that when you have these conversations you gotta be respectful of each other yeah and if you're ready and and she's not, or if she's ready and you're not, that means that you have to be patient and, yeah. and get there. Because, I mean, I've always said to you, mm-hmm. like, I could have a baby tomorrow. Yeah. And 
whatever happens is what's gonna happen. That's but what you've been saying for for a long time. Forever. And I realized that that's a lot of pressure I'm putting on you because right. that means that you know the longer that we are gone that we've gone without having a child, mm-hmm. the you know obviously the longer that I'm not a dad yet. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't necessarily. That's not me meaning to put pressure on you mm-hmm. unfairly, mm-hmm. but that's just how I feel. Right. And I have to be respectful of you mm-hmm. not being ready. Right. Physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever. Right. And I have to not only be respectful, but I can't force you to be ready. I no. can't force you to want children mm-hmm. when I want children. Right. And that's something that, that's a conversation that you have to have before you get married, before yeah. you get too deep in your relationship. Right. If you know, one person may not want children. Right. And you guys have to be able to have that conversation to know, okay, well, what are we going moving? What are we doing moving forward? Right. Or, or, and or are we going to move forward? forward? You have to be able because to be ready for that. that can be a deal breaker. So mm-hmm. you're right. You do want to have that conversation well before you're getting married. That's not something you want to discover. What do you mean you don't want to have kids? We've been married 15 years. And yeah, mm-hmm. you should have talked about that beforehand. Right. So yes, um, financially, fiscally ready. Physically, mentally, spiritually, if you're a believer and whatever you believe in, you want to make sure you guys are on the same page, that mm-hmm. you are moving along on your faith walk and that you have a good foundation set. Word. So pretty much as ready as you can be. And even when I'm talking to either new parents or parents who have you know been at this for a while, they say you're never actually 100% ready. No. Because I think that's impossible to be 100% ready for anything until you experience it. That's the same way with being 100% ready to have this mate that you're with. Like, right. You're not, not everyone's going to check off 100% on your list. Right. Or they may not, you may think that you're ready. Okay, I know I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be this kind of wife. And you don't know what your dynamic is going to be until you're actually together in that way. And that's right. fine. But... I so the same way Jordan like kind of wings it and I like to over plan. I think we're we meet in the middle in that you want to be intentional about yep. whatever it is. Yep, yep. So intentionally you want to get your your finance together as much as possible. Mentally you want to be prepared. Um physically every in every way that you can intentionally make changes towards being the best parent, mate, whatever, take those steps. I think it only benefits you. Yeah. Right? Right. So then you also want to have a conversation about when the child is here, how are we going to rear the child? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that means having conversations about do you believe in uh, spanking? Yeah. Do you believe in what what kind of beliefs you want to instill in the child? Right. What kind of habits you want to form mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. when you have a child? Mm-hmm. It, it, there's a lot that goes into um, having, child, having children mm-hmm. that a lot of people may not realize until they've already had children Mm -hmm. and i think that with people like first off you have to understand really your relationship dynamic is going to change 100 it is and for people to expect things to go back to the way things used to be Mm -hmm. that's not possible exactly it's just simply not possible just on a simple fact that there's a third person here right and you have to be mindful of that person 100 Mm percent of your time yeah so it's about first making sure that you and your mate have a connection Mm -hmm. and being able to have that connection like very deep, very solid foundation right. and having all of the things built up on it. Mm-hmm. And then you can introduce a third person mm-hmm. and then you have that foundation that you introduce them into. Right. And then you bring them up within that foundation. Right. Now, this is something I know we agree on this, but I want to talk about it because I feel like in society, people tend to put the baby as number one mm-hmm. over the relationship right but that's not something i believe in personally mm-hmm. i believe that your relationship 
comes first. Mm-hmm. Your marriage comes first specifically in that. And then the baby obviously is going to fall in line with that. So it's not saying that you're neglecting the baby and y'all out partying because you're like, we're going to go on a trip. <laughs> right. See you later, baby. Hope no. there's there's milk in the there's fridge. There's milk in the fridge. Yeah. You know, I got I left the oven on, but don't touch it. Right. You know, it's hot. The thermostat at 75. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cool. that's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying that in anything that you, obviously you're going to foster and build a relationship with your child because that's just, you know, they're squishy little human beings. Of course, yeah. you're going to have to. All the cheeks. Right. But your focus has to be on keeping your relationship with your significant other strong Mm -hmm. as a foundation because i feel like that's the foundation and everything else in your life is built on that and eventually this tiny human is going to become a big human and leave whether that means they move out they go away to college they they get married they they join the army whatever they do they're not going to be there but you and your significant other are going to be together for life yeah you know so that's that's what you've signed on exactly so i was i'm hearing um from like older people that i've been talking to at different places they're like you know i'm glad we invested in a relationship when we were younger before we had kids because when we had kids you know things did change and Mm -hmm. even but after our kids left it was like we got to know each other again and we were excited all over again versus other couples are like when our kids were old enough we got divorced or we had nothing in common or we could because we basically became strangers Mm. and i'm not saying that's because they didn't invest in their relationship because obviously i don't know everyone's dynamic but for me be talking about being intentional it's very important for our relationship to be number one Mm. not only just for our benefit but also for your kids because if your kids are seeing a strong relationship and a, uh, a positive dynamic between their parents they're going to say, okay, when I look for a spouse, I'm going to look for someone who treats me like this. Right. Or I know to treat my significant other that, like that. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about you're doing it for you in a selfish way and that you want your relationship to last and last. But you're doing it to benefit your kids in future relationships that they know this is how you deserve to be treated. I'm going to look for a healthy relationship for the future. Right. Like you want to kind of think about the uh, Barack and Michelle dynamic <sighs> of you can see... That out of everything that he gone that he went through, mm-hmm. he was president two terms mm-hmm. and two he terms. Had, he had all Sorry. kinds of things that he had. Mm-hmm. He always made sure that Michelle was put in front of everything mm-hmm. that he did, mm-hmm. and that's something that you have to kind of, if you want to use that as an example. Yeah, but that's you want to have an example of this love exists before anything else, right? And even when you see how he talks about Sasha and Malia. Yeah. And, you know, he loves them, obviously. Right. But you see and you know that he loves Michelle. Yeah. Like, that's that's his rock. Yeah. And you want to say that when you have your children, you always want to make sure that your relationship with each other mm-hmm. comes, is important to you. Mm-hmm. And not to say that you neglect your relationship with your children. Mm-mm. But if your relationship with each other is strong, mm-hmm. then your relationship with your children will be strong. And your bond with each other will become strengthened by that. Right. And that's that's where people kind of lose. Um, sometimes when people say they fall out of love, yeah. after, like you said, when they're in relationships, it's often because they kind of forget that they have to love each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like people, they forget, oh, we haven't gone out on dates in a while. Right. We haven't done this together in a while. It's always this through the child. And you guys, you need to make sure that you're always focused on each other. Mm-hmm. As well as a child. Right. It's just about knowing how to divide that attention and divide that, you know, that love. And like you were saying, that's why it's important to... I completely forgot. It literally fell out of my head the minute I started talking. 
that's unfortunate. It happens, guys. That's mad unfortunate. Word. I'm so sad. Word. Um, but so hopefully you you, you <laughs> I'll maybe I'll get it back. back. I don't know where. Hopefully it went. you fish that back up. But I did want to talk about. Um, I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I wanted to make sure that we spoke about is um, making sure that you guys have positive habits. Mm. in your relationship yeah when you bring your children into that right so you want to make sure that you know that when a child comes into your life that it doesn't drastically interrupt your routines so that's what i was gonna say oh in that <laughs> yeah Wait, sh- sh- don't sh- it's gonna go, fall again go, go. but when you have a kid and then... come on draw it out i'm i'm why I'm, can't i Tele- it's basically just saying like when you're bringing in a kid that's a new part of the relationship mm-hmm. um and you oh your relationship has to change sorry Bam. that's why you have to invest in each other because your relationship is going to change because there's another person there so while you do want to continue to love that person your significant other mm-hmm. the baby needs love too so how do we keep investing and growing and pouring into our marriage while also investing time and pouring into the baby so the dynamic will change you want to see how you can shift that dynamic. And that was actually one of my fears, As to be honest again, mm-hmm. I was when I was talking to you about it. Is like, I'm like, but when we have a baby, everything's going to be thrown into flux. Everything's going to be, you know, <laughs> right. ass over tea kettle. And he's like, yeah. and you were like, but we just have to figure it out. And you have to figure out what the new, new, new dynamic is. So mm-hmm. have date nights when possible, even if it's just leaving the baby with your friends or with your, your parents or whatever. And have time. And date night can be sitting on the couch watching netflix just something make you need sh- to have quality time with each other yes it doesn't always have to be going out although mm-hmm. if you'd like to go out go out make right. it fancy but don't feel bad if you feel old and fall asleep as soon as you get you know i mean we're already home. there now yeah we're right? already old so and we're, we're not we're kind of prepared for that yeah i'm perfectly fine with like okay like date night is my fancy sweats and my yeah fancy sweats <laughs> my wife beat it without the, without without the, the holes in it, in it. yeah know? so that's pretty much i think what i wanted to say on that yeah Ah, you were you were kind of stalling a little I, I bit. I know I couldn't figure you it out. You landed that plane very well. Thank you. Well, I must, thank you. I must say. Thank you very much. So, so go back to you, Teresa. So what I was saying is that you want to make sure you have those difficult conversations, yes. and a lot of those conversations include like, what does quality time mean for you and your yeah. child? What does um you know are you going to be a screen parent? Are you yeah. going to be a book parent? Are yeah. you going to be you know? And a lot of that obviously is dictated by what your schedules are going to be mm-hmm. whether you have similar work schedules or like how we are we have opposite work schedules yeah you have to make sure that you know what your roles are going to be as parents and what your roles are going to be with the child mm-hmm. so you know like for me i'm definitely more of like uh i'll be like your sit under my learning tree kind of person okay like that's just you know i like teaching stuff you're right so and you're definitely more just, I'm going to grab you and love you and hold you and kiss you. And and you're never going to not feel loved. But we're going to learn stuff, too. I'm going to do field trips and stuff like that. Of course. And I want to be mushy. But, you know, we, we just, as our dynamic is now, we understand what our strengths are. Right. You know, that doesn't mean that they can't change. And that doesn't mean that we would be become more experienced mm. in other things. Mm. But, you know, that's just, that's just our dynamic. True. and. You have to understand those things. And that doesn't mean that, like, with people who get together, a lot of um, people who don't really understand or don't really have, like, the knowledge to understand is that gender plays a role in how you raise a child. It can. It but can, but it, it shouldn't to. be totally defined by that. Yeah. Like, an example is 
I'm more of the homemaker yes. than you are. Yep. And that's just that's just how I was raised. That's how you were raised. Mm-hmm. That's just what we are to each other. Yeah. And we understand that. Right. So for a lot of people, like, I personally know a couple of couples where the dad's a stay-at-home dad. Mm. Because that's just his strength. And mm-hmm. the mother makes more She's of the, the money. She's the breadwinner. And they're able to have... That's just their dynamic. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make anyone any less of a parent right. than the other because, you know, the woman's not in the kitchen and whatever. Yeah. BS. Yeah. What it means is that you both come to an understanding of what your roles are mm-hmm. and you're comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. And be damned to what anyone else says. Mm-hmm. Like, if you end up making a significant amount of money more than I do mm-hmm. and you are able to support us... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind being a stay-at-home dad at all. Yeah. Just because that's where I know my strength is mm-hmm. in life. Like, I know that I make sure I keep things, I keep the home rocking. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Mm-hmm. So, it's about being okay with how things are. And I, so in that vein of, like, not subscribing to gender roles necessarily, um, I think that a stay-at-home dad can impart just as much knowledge and wisdom and love two babies as a stay-at-home mom would and i think that a working like a a corporate or you know career mom Mm -hmm. or whatever can can inspire their kids to have just as much confidence and competitiveness and drive and all that and all those things that they may typically get from a dad who works outside the home so gender roles be damned i agree with what you're saying i think teaching your kids just to be good well-rounded compassionate hardworking people should come from both parents regardless of what that their quote-unquote role role in the home may be right so yeah i i i was thinking that earlier like we don't necessarily subscribe to traditional gender roles in Mm -hmm. terms of like how things are divvied up in the home or the way that our career paths go or whatever the hell i just think we do what works for us do what works for us and that's and that's the most important thing that Mm -hmm. people have to realize is that Whatever works for you, works for you. Exactly. And we could risk spitting, you know, we don't have any experience as parents. No, we don't. We so literally don't... have no idea what we're going to do no. when we're ready. Right. We're just telling you guys, for anybody who's in that phase where you're pre-planning mm-hmm. um, or considering it or thinking about it and start having these conversations, that's the purpose of this particular podcast is we're we're there literally right now we're literally having these conversations we're you know sometimes they're difficult sometimes they suck but i think they're necessary and Mm -hmm. if this helps you have a conversation with your significant other if you are planning something like this then use it i hope it's helpful yeah and these are our thoughts you may have different opinions and you may not agree with a single word that we said true you may be like no you may like screw that none of this matters we're gonna do this Mm -hmm. right now and and that's fine but if if it's something that you were trying to broach or wanting to talk about, um, I hope this helps you. Right. That's all we're here for. We're here to help um, navigate murky waters. Yeah. And this is definitely a murky water. Yes. Where people, um, you know, like you, you get in relationships, you get to know people, mm-hmm. you start to develop deeper feelings, mm-hmm. but then you don't know what your next step is. Right. And a lot of times that's because you don't necessarily have that communication right and i always encourage with my friends with people that i know i always encourage communication first yes before action yes because you have to be able to know what you can can't do mm-hmm. before you do it and it and i know that a lot of people it's difficult to have those confrontations mm. just because feelings suck Meh. they suck in a way that it makes people vulnerable and no one really 
likes being vulnerable. Nah. You're a different breed. Because I'm... I don't like touchy-feely, mushy stuff a lot. But that you doesn't don't. mean... You know, but that doesn't mean that I'm... I've had to learn to be comfortable with who I am mm-hmm. and be comfortable discussing who I am with other people mm-hmm. when the time comes. That doesn't mean that I'm running around my, my feelings on my sleeves or mm-hmm. stuff like that, but that means that if I need to express how I feel about something, I can do that in a way that doesn't offend, but mm-hmm. it also doesn't um, it doesn't take away from who I am. And downplay your feelings. And downplay my feelings. I need you to know that if something if I don't agree with something... I can have a conversation with you to explain why. Right. So with these conversations, when you come into points in your relationship where you kind of have to make a choice mm-hmm. whether or not you advance it or you move, move in on. a different direction, yeah. you have to be able to have these conversations and you kind of have to be vulnerable. And to you want to do it early as possible, honestly, yeah. because not first date early. No, 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 you know? not first date early. But, but if you're thinking about, oh, I would like to maybe be exclusive with this person or whatever, however your court courting goes, mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt to be honest right. up front and like transparent about what your intentions are mm-hmm. early on. And I think that was something that we did. Like we've always been very communicative and transparent yeah. and honest and we've been look at that word communicative i like that word look at that five dollar word you just spent. shut up um from jump street and i think that is kind of what for any relationship is what's really useful even in friendships like this a lot of what we're talking about in terms of kids obviously is for romantic relationships but if you're talking about like friendships mm-hmm. being honest like if somebody hurts your feelings or says something that's not that you don't appreciate or you're offended i think it's a mark of a good friendship to tell them hey this that and the third kind of bothered me right. i want us to be able to talk about this because you value the friendship if you don't value it you can just you know subtweet or ghost on that person yeah, and like, just dead on, the friendship like, we're so, adults we are adults so anyway the purpose of this is to get maybe hopefully to get your dialogue going um to give you a little more insight into us because like i said when we're talking about pop culture stuff it's like Rick our is, reactions we're literally just you know shooting the shit right and cracking jokes and stuff yeah. like that and you don't know who we are so if you are interested in knowing more about who we are this is one component of that mm-hmm. and we do want to do this more often yeah um just share a little bit about who we are um give you like a little bit of background on us and just even so you though know, it's mad fun to, to rag on oh yeah Remy Ma and, and oh yeah and, and next week we will be back with you know yeah because i'm sure more trash panda stuff is going to be happening oh god um that will need to be discussed oh man and april dissected. 7th is gonna be a big day for oh me yeah okay yeah so yes we will obviously have more to talk about but mm-hmm. we we hope- always want to make i'm sorry I don't no, go ahead. Off, but we always want to make sure that we could provide both the last but we want to give you that that meat and potatoes too exactly you know like you can have the steak with the sizzle but mm-hmm. if your steak isn't seasoned right then what is it right you know you gotta you gotta have a full meal yes you, know? you gotta have your nice little you can have your nice little you can take this analogy all the way is that what's happening i'm going full full analogy okay full, that's full. fine so you gotta have your nice little salad right right, right. so that's that's like the hey what's up yeah. we're here we yeah, exist yeah, yeah. we're jordan right that's your salad you can throw a little croutons in there. Okay. Your little, your little social media croutons. Okay. You, you, you get the little salad dressing okay. on top of it, right? Yeah. And then, it's going to get mean, soggy. I you mean, know how it I feel gets about soggy, soggy but, but, some, but sometimes some salads are dry. Mm. Sometimes you need that little, you know, you don't want to go too heavy with the ranch, right? Get you a nice little, nice little vinaigrette. 
Save some calories. We're probably gonna start wrapping this. Save up some calories with the vinaigrette, right? You're doing the absolute most. So then you you go into like, okay, appetizer territory. What am I feeling? Am I feeling some a dip? Am I feeling some chips? Do I want some mozzarella? Are you sticks? ready for lunch? Is that why this is happening? I mean, you're I'm talking just, a lot of food. Dog, just let me finish. So you get your 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 appetizer, right? Your your opening statements. Your your okay, guys. We're gonna talk about this. They thing. don't need the and format. That- of it can i just just get to I, that point well that's the whole point of the meal you have to get every aspect of it sometimes you, you, you don't need to describe every aspect you of might it. want a soup though N- jordan okay all right we're so done. then we get to the steak we're right d- we get to the steak you might want to you know you think of the t-bone maybe a porterhouse maybe your a ribeye jordan. you get a good ribeye right jordan. you gotta get your medium rare a good medium rare okay ribeye, guys right? we're done thank you so sometimes, much for listening to this week's gotta, episode so of potato, bougie and the beard thank you so much for or listening do want, or do you want like some Jordan! Rice, a nice pilaf a nice pilaf no i see you trying to wrap me up don't wrap me up come on we've said what we need to say now we're wasting i'm giving time. them the dessert right now the dessert is the end what the bougie and the beer podcast goodbye